The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Dangerous repeat offenders who've been released into our community. The reporter behind that story tonight, that feature report, is Sarah Krause. And Sarah joins me now. Hi, Sarah. How are you well, thanks for uh, taking the time. I appreciate this. I know you've been working on it uh, for a little bit. Uh, one of the most recent um, repeat offenders, Dana Fash, also known as the Millwoods Rapist. Um, he's been in the news uh, most recently. When you started to look into this, um, you know, how, how surprised, or maybe you weren't surprised, at the number of uh, dangerous repeat offenders who are living in the community. Actually, Dylan, I was quite surprised, yeah. and uh, that tells you something because <laughs> I report on crime quite often mm-hmm. here, uh, so you would think that I would have a sense of just how serious this issue is, but I really had no idea. The police are telling me that there are oh. 5 to 30 high-risk offenders um, living in Edmonton at any given time, people like Dana Fash. So uh, you cut out just right when you were giving that number. How many? 25 to 30. 25 to 30, okay. And so what happens? I mean, they, do they usually they serve all of their time in jail and then are released? Or these, these, yeah. these folks don't get, I don't want to call them folks, these, these, these offenders don't get early release, do they? No, they don't at all. They are not out on parole. What happens is that... Corrections Canada internally, um, you know, deems them uh, high risk. Uh, They're not following the programs in jail. They don't express remorse for the crime Mm -hmm. that they've committed. So they keep them until the very last day that, you know, we can legally Uh, keep them in jail. And then what happens is they're just released. There's, There's no parole. There's no oversight. So Edmonton police, well, they step up to try and fill a void. And the unit that's in charge of that, they're called the Behavioral Assessment Unit. And I'm told even some police don't know that this unit exists. Really? Interesting. So, And, and, and I don't know if you, you know the answer to this, but those, um, those high-risk uh, uh, offenders, those dangerous repeat offenders who are kept in, in jail right up until the day that they're released, is there anything done in jail with them before they're released to get them ready for release? Or I guess if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it? That's the sense I'm getting from these um, police officers that I've spoken to, is that a lot of them just kind of aren't following the program. They're not Mm -hmm. um, working with the help and the treatment programs that they can and should be accessing um, in the prison system. So when they come out, a lot of times the officers are telling me that these people are homeless. You know, they've alienated themselves from their friends and families. They've been in prison for a long time. They don't have ID. Um, They have never potentially had a job in their lives um, mm. and if if they have in the past obviously their record now is going to make that more difficult so one of the things that these detectives in the behavioral assessment unit of the EPS are doing they're trying to get these people situated in the community mm. because if they're homeless and have no supports and no treatments then they're a higher risk to reoffend. so it, the EPS behavioral assessment unit what about four or five members of that unit right now Yeah, so there's two detectives that are um, charged with trying to figure out who is a a high-risk offender. So they'll look at all of the files, all of the people being released from Corrections Canada, and they do a very detailed, comprehensive assessment to try and determine, okay, do we believe that these people pose a significant risk in our community? Do we have to supervise them? Do we have to warn people about them? Hmm. And if 
EPS determines that, yes, these people pose a real danger in our neighborhoods, then they go back to the courts and they ask for something called an 810 peace bond. Now, this is for the type of criminals that have committed repeated violent crimes and repeated sexual crimes. Mm, okay. So once the courts grant that, it gives police kind of a leg up, an opportunity to try and do some proactive work supervising these folks, meeting with them regularly, and also it allows them to put some conditions on them, things like a curfew or um, a restriction that they're not able to, say, hang out near a playground if they've um, Hmm. committed crimes against children or that they can't be alone with women that they don't make police aware of. For example, Global Edmonton Sarah Crouse joining me this afternoon. Sarah, how how do members of the this unit uh, measure success? Is it that these people don't reoffend, that nobody else gets hurt, or is it that someone maybe gets to you know gets a job and is able to hang on to them? Well, really, I think they're kind of one and the same. They would love to see these folks be able to settle into the community, um, find stable housing, you know, not be on Mm -hmm. the streets, not be on a shelter. It's easier to track someone if they know where they're going to be sleeping every night. Um, But part of that also is the understanding that they're not going to get 100% in their job. You know, it's much like us as journalists. No one's ever going to agree that we have done the perfect story. (laughs) There's always critics. So they know that um, they're in for a lot of sleepless nights. They uh, describe it as, you know, like alcoholics, that there's always going to be a risk of them relapsing and falling back. And just last week, we saw EPS warn about two more of these offenders, Dana Fash, one of them, and another man who they say um, targets young girls. Uh, So really, these guys are out there, and the hope is that we can be a little bit more aware that they're out there, that people pay attention. But a retired police officer also told me there's some serious problems in the system right now. You you know what, Sarah? Hold on to that thought. I need to check chopper traffic. I'm going to come back and talk to you about that in just a second. 424, uh, let's go up to Global One. Here's Mark Rogers. Late all afternoon along 137th Avenue. Westbound traffic is still slow, heading towards 113A Street or Castle Downs Road. Looks like the Yellowhead westbound could be volume from 121 Street through to 127th Street. And we had reports that there could be crews on scene 109th Street southbound at Jasper Avenue. A fire crews, if they're there, you'll need to stay to the left. Access Insurance understands life can throw you curveballs, but your auto insurance shouldn't. Visit accessinsurancegroup.com. Access Insurance Group is a proud supplier of Wawanisa Insurance. Your next report, 10 minutes from the Global One Traffic Centre. I'm Mark Rogers. Sarah Krause from Global Edmonton been working on a story about dangerous repeat offenders who've been released into our community. It's going to air tonight. You'll be able to check that out. We've been chatting with it a little bit about this um, this uh, behavioural assessment unit with the EPS who's been charged with keeping track of uh, some of these people or these people. And, and you're, you're telling me that uh, some of them are saying that uh, a lot more needs to be done. Yeah, that's right, Jalen. So I spoke to a retired member of Mm. the Behavioral Assessment Unit. He worked for the EPS for 34 years. Mm. And uh, I'm just going to give you his quote. This is what he told me about kind of this responsibility of being responsible for these people that he calls unmanageable in the community. He says, it causes a great deal of stress and a feeling of hopelessness. 
because you want to make sure that they don't reoffend. You want to make sure that they're not hurting children and women in the community. Mm. But there are times that they do, and then you feel terrible about it. So the stress that so like goes I along said, with this job is is really tough as well. Absolutely, and and there is no one hundred percent for them. There is yeah. no way that they will always be able to supervise these people round the clock. You know, three detectives for. 25 to 30 offenders in our community. Um, so this retired officer says he'd like to see people um, designated as dangerous offenders mm. sooner before they have so many victims. And he'd also like to see um, Corrections Canada take on some of the responsibilities that are currently falling to EPS, things like trying to find these offenders' homes and get them IDs and jobs and things well, like that. You know what, Sarah? I just had someone text in, says Corrections Canada needs to be doing more on this front as well. So um, your your um, your your interview was um, the fellow, the person that you interviewed um, is uh, thinking the same thing as a lot of other folks out there right now. So we can expect to see this tonight coming up at 5 and 6? Absolutely, you will. All right, Sarah Krauss, thank you for this. Okay, thank that, you. That's uh, Sarah Krauss, uh, reporter over at Global Edmonton, again, talking about dangerous repeat offenders who've been released into our community, about the uh, behavioral assessment unit with the EPS that is charged with keeping a track of them, keeping eye on them, and helping them, you know, hopefully not make any more really, really bad choices. Um, you know, you look at some of the, the folks uh, that they're keeping an eye on, uh, there's uh, Dana Fash, the Millwood rapist. Uh, Kenneth McWatt, convicted of aggravated sexual assault, repeatedly stabbing a woman in a wheelchair. Michael Stanley, found guilty of assault and forcible confinement. A repeat sexual predator. The list, uh, she says, is about 25 to 30 people long. So check that out. Coming up tonight on Global Edmonton at 5 and 6. You can also have links to it at 630ched.com or through our global Facebook page. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.